Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. So welcome to this week's podcast with Angela and Anka. Now, do you want to make more progress? We all want to make more progress. If you've been following us or listening to the last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about planning. We've been talking about the difference between perfectionism and making progress and Parkinson's law. We've been looking at if you over plan. But today we're going to talk about micro stepping. Now, it just sounds like it's such a really new, unique methodology, doesn't it? But micro stepping is exactly what we talked about on the last podcast, which is this idea of breaking a project down into its tasks. And a task is one thing. It's not many things. But as our brains like to try and see really far ahead and it underestimates or overestimates how long things actually take, then micro-stepping is going to be your best friend if you actually want to do things quicker, make more progress, and feel less distracted and overwhelmed at the same time. So, Anka, when it comes to micro-stepping, when we're speaking to our clients, when you're sort of seeing people, or even your software brain, how it sort of chunks things down and thinks about sort of sections of things, what do you notice that people kind of just miss when it's such an obvious thing to do? It's breaking things down into tiny, tiny steps, tiny steps. Why, why do we have such a struggle with that? I think the one thing that I see across the board is that what people think is tiny is actually not tiny at all. Right? So I'm, I'm, I always... I can always tell when one of those is coming, when somebody is using one little word <laughs> where you already know they're going to be way, way off track. Just, I'm just going to set up, I just need to set up my email list. I just need a form for people to sign up for stuff, right? So the little word just, kind of make, gives me a signal that they think that this is a tiny task. If I split oh, this up, it. it's like there's 25 in there, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's like, oh, I just need to, you know, I mean, let's take an example. I just need to publish that podcast episode. Oh, easy peasy. Well, I need to go into Canva. I need to find the, the title. I need to create the image. I need to go into the episode. I need to upload them in the software. I need to transcribe the thing. I need to add the intro. I need to add the outro. I need to create show notes. I need to, you know, put this onto Captivate. I need to make sure I schedule it properly. You know, it's like, you see where I'm going with this, right? Oh, I've and just so literally had to <laughs> put myself on mute to stop laughing. <laughs> but it's like so common. 
And it's yeah. not, it's innocent enough. Like it is innocent enough. Like the way, like there's, there, there were two places where I really, really got to see that. And I'm going to only, like, I always like to illustrate with 50 million different things. I'm going to pick one and not the dogs this time. <laughs> I remember I was in a beginner's guitar class, right? And um, and I remember I'd studied a little bit and I found this one teacher who really explained well how to teach playing instrument and all of that. So now I'm in the class with a Spanish flamenco guitarist, brilliant guitarist, crap teacher, right? Like most of them really. And so he's giving us this exercise, right? And it was about the right hand. And then he goes and he has some chord changes there. And I'm like, Emilio, what are you doing? Like, this isn't slow. Like what you're playing there, like nobody in the group could follow his exercise because he had dumped in a, in a right hand exercise chord changes that we couldn't even stretch our hands to, you know? And the thing, what he thought was slow, was slow for him, was lightning fast for us because for us, every little piece was new so it was literally what he thought was really slow to teach a beginner's group and it wasn't just me being dumb like there was like six people in the group nobody could play the thing nobody could play the exercise because it was literally 10 times too fast for what we were able to do and he didn't see it because he was you know on the wrong side of the of the of the camera sort of thing like looking at it and and experts curse and so sometimes it's because you know too much and sometimes it's because you don't know enough to really accurately assess where the steps are you know and so most yeah this like just doing the thing yeah if you really split it out you notice you've actually just dumped a project into a task oh my goodness me there's just so much and not the fact that I had to mute myself to stop laughing with the amount of things you were saying he's actually involved in a podcast you're absolutely right and for somebody that's technique has got I think what I'm hearing here that's so important is for somebody that's got the skills that might be actually it yeah. might not be a long process it might really? I will just publish the podcast because the skill acquisition is already there and the experience exactly. is there is 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 a fairly decent use of the word to them because the skill is there when you want to do things for the first time or you're just about competent you're not necessarily confident in it or sometimes when you think you are competent in something but you realize halfway through the the thing that there's a whole bunch of things that you don't know you it, th that word just is going to trip you up all over the place because it's not just about time management the time management is being skewed because it's a skill assessment that is it, it, that's not working like how long does this thing really take me in my current form of my abilities right now it took me right back to all of that you know I was a teacher for 15 years and it's why I think when we work with people in the visible club I think the teacher in both of us is still hugely there because we see it all the time and I see it I just forget it in myself at times that just is is it's like I'll just do this just that that my whole sort of 3,000 word essay was the word just in encapsulated oh my god I won't just do anything um I'd never done one before when I was teaching singing once I'd heard, because you had a mentor there, because I was there with the student, the, the value of mentorship, I think, at this, these part of these journeys of skill acquisition is, is hugely important. When I was there with a student, as soon as I heard them sing, 
as soon as I knew what they were trying to achieve, I could tell pretty much immediately based on the way that they were doing things, how long it would take me with practice and with training to achieve certain aspects of what they were trying to do. I would sometimes say to people, we could potentially do this in about 12 months, 12, 12 weeks to six months. We won't be doing that for another 12 months. And I knew that because I knew how the muscle function worked, the body worked. If they had distractions, if they had family problems, if they didn't have dedicated time, it was going to potentially take them even longer to achieve certain things if they didn't already have the skill to do it. And even if they did, navigating certain projects would have been different. So what am I saying here is that when we, when as a teacher I was looking at helping people, my job was to identify this, the, the areas where the skill wasn't there. And I think that's something that, that this idea of micro-stepping really helps you do. Because rather than, you know, buy a programme, that's another thing. Buying a programme where it just says, you know, take this to your audience. And you suddenly like, well, what audience? I don't have an email list. And, and you've just been sold into a programme that's inappropriate appropriate for your level of, of business maturity, you're not looking at three weeks to build an audience. You're looking at three years potentially. And so knowing and being really able to have those discernible decisions, those micro steps help you to actually help, help a mentor and help you to map out where is the skill gap? Where are the gaps in myself in my abilities, in my mindset, in my business uh, overall? Where are the gaps? If we're not micro-stepping, we're actually probably falling down quick start and rabbit trails and running after shiny objects, anything to try and get it faster because we think creating the skills is going to take us too long. And I think there's both a truth in that and there is a misunderstanding in that all at the same time but that's what I heard in what you were saying that was so important yeah I totally think um skipping like learning a skill will you know slow you down initially because you have to take the time but but ultimately it's going to speed you up so much because you know once you have the skill well then you have it right and and things will get faster so it's the first time you figure something out it's going to be the longest and if you do it more often then you get faster and, and, and faster. And the way I usually tell people uh, that they can easily figure out whether they are, you know, <laughs> micro-stepping or not, is I, 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 it's one of those I'm going to print on a T-shirt. When it feels hard, you're skipping steps, mm. right? So when people kind of, if are, am I taking big enough, small enough steps, whatever, it's like literally when it feels hard, if it feels like you're pushing a boulder up a hill, if you're feeling confused, if you feel some sort of resistance, if you can't get, you know, if it doesn't flow, that's a clear sign that you're skipping steps. And even if the step ahead looks really small to you, no, 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 you still like break it down even further, even if it feels ridiculous. And I really got to see that actually with, with um, one of my dogs. You know, and I some I tried to teach him to stay because he was like super, you know, like shadow, like he that couldn't go anywhere, always come with me. So I'm like, if I can teach him to stay, so he can kind of stay on his mat while I'm leaving the room. So now I'm following some instructions, just teaching him how to stay, right? 
So it's like stay and give him a treat. And then I go and move back. Because every time I moved a little bit, he was up and right there with me. Mm-hmm. And it was getting frustrated. It was getting frustrating for both of us, right? Mm-hmm. And I gave up on it. And then sometime later, I come across a different method. And they split it out. I said, well, okay, keep in mind for your dog, there's duration, there's distance, there's location. And every time you change one little piece of it, you have to start again. So you standing there, you know, you sitting on the mat with them and have them sit there by himself half a meter away. That's one thing. If I stand up, that's a different thing. If I turn around, that's a different thing. If I make a move, that's a different thing. If I make a move in one second, it's a different thing from making a move in 10 seconds. You know, and then if you do the whole thing in the kitchen, you start from scratch again. That's when I got to see, oh, now I see why this was frustrating. Because for me, it felt like I was taking micro steps. For the dog, I was chunking 10, 15 steps into one. And that's why he didn't get it, right? So it was literally like, yeah, yeah, you might think what you're doing is a micro step. But if it feels hard, if it's frustrating, (laughs) you know, work off the assumption that you're probably stepping about nine break it down even more so how do people know how can they tell if they're really still as you say kind of in a project thought rather than a mind you know a, a little micro step thought what does a it micro, really look like a, a micro step like it's every single time you know um, like when i'm having a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh i don't know and this and that i'm like okay what about this oh yeah i can do that Every time you feel like, well, I can do that. Well, that's silly. Like, yeah, of course I can do that. Right now, no resistance. Easy. That's that's your step. Yeah. Anything yeah. where it's like, yeah, but, but I now need something. And then the, the next micro step is always the step that doesn't require anything else to be in place. So it's literally, yeah. you can do it right now. And it's an easy, it's so easy that it's like, it feels stupid to even mention it. And yet... A thousand miles is walked step by step by step. Yeah. We talked about summits, we talked about mountains, we talked about a whole yeah. bunch of things, you know, in the last few podcasts. And what I'm what I'm noticing and hearing is that your state of mind, the way that you go about things, knowing what works for you, you know, where you've got evidence that, you know, when I've tracked certain numbers and I've got some flexibility around how I get there, I've seen that I make an extra normal, enormous progress. If I focus on getting three big sections of my essay done and then finishing off the rest of it or chunking, like how long can this take? I've got, I've got two hours to get this done. That is enormous for me because Giving myself a deadline stops me overthinking and trying to put too much into uh, some something at all. And yet for somebody else, that might be a pressure that they can't handle and they need to think things through or, t- or just take a little bit of time around getting clear on something. I think knowing yourself is really important. And micro steps, it's like, are you taking them? You know, if you're noticing you're not in action, then you're not micro-stepping. And if you your whole day, if you really look at your day, you plan it from, the, you look at it from today, if you look at all the micro-steps you've taken in one day, you will have made progress. Whether you're maintaining your house, whether you're maintaining your social media, whether you are, you know, meeting new people, each 
each one of those tasks is full of micro steps. When you start to love the process of micro stepping, you're going to make far more progress. So until next time, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.